Welcome to the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School in Los Angeles, California. My name's Michael Benner, your host each week for the Mystery School, both the free forum and the extended premium training, which is tuition-based. The free forum, the first 20 minutes or so, is podcast and available streaming to your smartphone, your tablet, and other mobile devices through Stitcher, Stitcher stitcher.com. You can do a search for the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School at stitcher.com or check your newsletter for a link. If you're not getting our newsletter, simply go to our primary website, theagelesswisdom.com, and the T-H-E is part of it, so after the W's, it's .theagelesswisdom.com. Click on Free Newsletter and just add your first name, your primary email address, and a zip code. If you're outside of the United States, just put a dot in there and you can go ahead and submit it. But if you're in the U.S., especially in the Southern California area, it helps us reduce spam if we know where you are. And the zip code really helps us target our emails in that regard. Our topic for the day today is lies and liars. And as I said in our newsletter this week, this is a complicated topic. It's not easy to talk about lies and lying. Most people, if you bring the subject up, are quick to jump in and say, well, either sometimes you have to lie, point out concede, frankly, though we'll talk about what constitutes a lie. Maybe when you have to lie, it's not really a lie. Or is that just some sort of ethical game that we play? No, I said this is a complicated concept. And others will say, well, everything's a lie. The whole physical universe is a lie. Makeup is a lie. Fashion is a lie. Buying an automobile or a house that you really cannot afford is a lie. We're all hung up on the appearance of things in a society that's largely materialistic and much more interested in the outer appearance of things than the deeper, more substantial ethics, values, love-based consciousness and awareness. And so perhaps everything's a lie. Well, now we're getting a little bit cynical, but I'm sure the truth runs somewhere down the middle. The Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu may have said it best. He said, all truth is found in paradox. Paradox means there's contradictory parts to it. We're not looking for absolute truth. We're looking for relative truth. And again, that's part of what makes lying and who's a liar really complicated. If truth is a relative concept... And it is. Indeed, in philosophy, the word absolute is often capitalized and a reference to divinity, a way of referring to God without personifying the divine as a superhero, a a man above the clouds, an old fellow with a beard, Sistine Chapel reaching out from some remote place. This is a phenomena of Western monotheistic religion, Abrahamic traditions in Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, and is largely missing in the East. There are 
In what appears to be polytheism, many gods in Eastern philosophy and religions like Hinduism, but in fact, they represent iconic qualities of the one divine cosmic nature of all things. Ultimately, Eastern religions are monotheistic, but don't personify God other than these various qualities, Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva. There's dozens and dozens in the Hindu religion that very much like European paganism are symbols and not meant to be taken literally. The pantheon of gods in Greece and Rome is an example of what we're talking about. So Eastern religion has a concept of divinity as absolute. Absolute what? The totality of awareness. Your consciousness, my consciousness, that of the entire human kingdom, the animal kingdom, plants, and for that matter, the mineral kingdom are all part of the capital A, absolute. Which means that in physical dense, in the material world, in what we call reality, all truth is relative, and therefore truth is found in paradox. It's a matter of degree. If we talk about the point at which hot becomes cold, or cold becomes warm, or too hot to handle, it's a relative concept, or a matter of degree. Our unit of measure with heat is even called degrees. And so it is with fast and slow. At what point does slow become fast? Well, it depends on the situation. It's a matter of degree. Fast for a turtle, fast for a rabbit, fast for a speeding bullet, fast in terms of the speed of light. These are relative concepts, of course. Big and small, the same thing. So where is truth in all of this? In many ways, truth is an agreement. Truth is an intention. And I think that's the primary point I want to make, especially here in the intro that we podcast and stream to smartphones and tablets, this free forum aspect, the first 20 minutes or so. Truth is an intention. And so if I say paradoxically, everything in this podcast is a lie, then that statement itself is a lie. And that means everything in the podcast could be true, or I may be lying about it. Actually, it may be a lie, even though I lied by saying everything in the podcast is a lie, including that statement, which is also a lie. You see how convoluted it gets? This goes back thousands of years, by the way. The ancient Greeks talked about the paradox of lying. Often in philosophy, a teacher will write on the blackboard, everything written on this blackboard is a lie. What are you going to do with that? I'm lying. No, you're lying. No, you're lying about me lying. Well, what's the intention? And is it really important? It certainly is. Because, as Nietzsche said, the quotation I put in the newsletter, I'm not really so disappointed about you having lied to me as I am disappointed in the fact that I'll never be able to believe you again. You see, 
Beyond being right or wrong, what lying does is undermine the trust. It degrades respect, and this erodes love. For trust and respect are really qualities of love. Many people don't really consider this. For example, when young people come to me for premarital counseling, I ask them, why do you plan to get married? For what reason have you decided to marry each, uh, each other? And, and they always say something like, well, because we love each other. And I say, oh, that's great. I presume that was the case. But my question was, why are you getting married? Most people cannot answer the question. They figure that, well, they're in love, so why not get married? It's like, why have children? Well, that's what you do when you get married. You have children, really. Well, (laughs) maybe because everybody else is having children is not the best reason for you to have children. Maybe you should plan this out and, and think about it. And so it is with getting married in the first place. Questions have to include not only do we love each other, but do we trust each other and do we respect each other? And if you say, well, certainly a young couple considering marriage must have all three. No, not necessarily. Ask a couple that's been married for 10, 15, 20 years if they love each other and they may say, well, yes, of course, we'll always love each other. Do you trust each other? And there's a pause. Do you respect each other? And there may be even a longer pause. And that, as they say, undermines love. So society is based on the idea that we have to trust each other. We've come together as extended families, as tribes, as groups and clubs and communities and cities and states and nations for our own mutual benefit, for our protection. And yet if there are untrustworthy people among us, even in our families, that certainly makes it a challenging situation. How do we trust people who lie to us, who deceive us? The argument can be made and often is made that a person did not know they were lying. There's a great example you may have read about where Lance Armstrong was asked by Oprah Winfrey why he lied about his use of drugs. And he said, well, I didn't know that it was a lie. I I didn't realize what I was doing was illegal. And so it wasn't really a lie. This is where we come back to the whole idea of intention. And in my own life, I remember having been betrayed by a person I'll say was a friend who reported to authorities a situation that they knew was not true, that implicated us basically in a crime. And when I confronted him, his response was, first of all, Well, sometimes you just have to lie. And I said, why? Give me an example of somebody who has to lie. And he said, well, 
somebody who, uh, and he stuttered and stammered a bit and said, is trying to get away from the Nazis. Well, okay, Nazis are bad guys. If you're trying to escape a danger posed by a criminal, it's okay to lie to the criminal, but that hardly applied in our case. We're not the Nazis, and we (laughs) we were doing nothing that was criminal in nature. In fact, that's what the whole lie was about. That's what made it a lie. It wasn't true, and this person who betrayed us knew it wasn't true. And his second defense was, I think, even more pathetic. He said later, well, everybody lies. The program we're going to feature in the premium training later in this program from our archives at our sister site, FocusedPassion.com, is called Lies of All Sizes. And this really is a reference to big lies, little lies. You know, when you take an oath to testify in a court of law, you swear to tell the truth. But they don't stop there, do they? The whole truth. And they don't stop there. And nothing but the truth. Again, a demonstration of how complicated this whole topic is. I swear to tell the truth. And I swear to tell the whole truth, not leaving anything out, that would be a kind of a lie, wouldn't it? A lie of omission is what that's called. And it is a lie. And nothing but the truth. You don't obfuscate, you don't throw up artificial details. It's one way of knowing that somebody is lying when you hear them putting forth a bunch of detailed information that's really irrelevant and has nothing to do with the issue at hand. It's a pretty good red flag that this person is not telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth. That's a kind of lie as well. When it comes to intention, we have white lies, which are not really an intention to deceive, part of the primary definition of a lie, so much as a desire to protect someone from injury. You know, if your wife says, does my butt look big in this, you know better than to say, yes, it's huge, like a barn. (laughs) You're just not getting, you know, you might say, I think the uh, other slacks are a little more flattering. You might find some diplomatic way to say it, but is that a lie? And again, I say, look at the intention. Is your intention to deceive? If not, if it's to protect someone from being hurt, then it's probably a white lie. A gray lie falls somewhere in the middle, and that's a huge middle. That's not just the 50-yard line. That's everything from the one-yard line at this end to the one-yard line (laughs) from the end zone to end zone, right? That's the middle. That's the whole gray lies, all permutations and variations and combinations and motivations for telling a lie. Those are gray lies. And the black lie, the dark lie, is the most evil, of course. This is where your intention is really to deceive. And 
This is where we cross into probably the worst lie of all lies, which is to bear false witness. To lie about another person. To deliberately attempt to damage their reputation, to get them in trouble with an allegation, a charge, a testimonial that is known to be false, and you've made it up, but you lied about them, you bear false witness. If you're not sure, if you're in a situation where you feel like you have to say what you think could be damaging, you could say, in my opinion, this person lied about this, or this person cheated on that. Of course, that's my opinion. Others might read it differently. It's not difficult to throw that little rejoinder in there, and I think it's a pretty good idea. The antidote to all of this is to tell the highest quality of truth that you possibly can, because as I've already said, and we'll talk more about this in the premium training. I hope you can join us. I hope you're enrolled. If not, do so at our primary website, the w's.theagelesswisdom.com. Just click on webinars, then premium training. You can sign up in about 60 seconds. And then you'll get emails every week. If you enroll for one week, you'll get one email. You can also get a nice discount when you enroll for 13 weeks an even deeper discount when you enroll for a full year. And each week, you'll get an email that'll have the link to the premium training. The whole expanded usually runs about 90 minutes, sometimes as long as two hours. And that link will take you to a website where you can listen to the program streaming on demand at your convenience. Or in the upper right, you'll see a download arrow you can use that to bring the MP3 right onto your computer. And uh, just like the shorter version, the podcast, you can then put it on your smartphone or your tablet or any iPod or other MP3 portable mobile uh, audio device of some sort. We will talk a little more deeply about the truth and truth as a quality of love and the ethics. I think, as I've already said, the Nietzsche quote speaks to this. Lying interferes with our relationships. And what's more important to love and happiness, fulfillment, contentment, it's really happiness, simply said, than having loving relationships based on trust and respect. So that's the best reason to tell the truth. You can say, don't lie, you shouldn't lie, it's wrong to lie. One of the Ten Commandments forbids bearing false witness, maybe the worst kind of lie there is. But I think while we could look at it in that negative sense, it's bad or wrong to lie, to look at it in a more positive Light is to say, well, if you're going to be happy, loved, loving, and lovable, you have to be as truthful as possible and radiate that truth, put it out into the world. So for our podcast listeners, this is our program on 
lies and liars, premium trading people, you stay with us. And in just a few more minutes, we're going to play a program from our Focused Passion archives, a series we called at one point, Finding Yourself in Paradise. It used to be available as a subscription. I almost said prescription, but (laughs) could be that too. And so to our podcast people in the free forum, thank you very much for being here. Premium people, stay with us. Be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner.